Would you like to be able to start conversations like a pro? Take The Sunday World, your daily dose of what's going on. Do not consume The Sunday World if you're involved in a drug cartel, you're a politician with something to hide, or you've appeared on a reality TV show and care about others' opinions. Consume The Sunday World responsibly. Always read the stories, gossip, and commentary. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Since it first started tumbling into Ireland through the old pirate coves of West Cork and in the stomachs of drug mules coming from Miami, cocaine has become the drug of our nation. It has swept in like a blizzard, dusting every corner of every small town and so swift and total has its spread been that the Irish are now some of the biggest users in the world. But to unravel how a small island like ours on the edge of Europe ended up such a big player in the major cocaine leagues, we must follow the white supply lines back to the beginning. We must follow the routes it has taken as it travels across the globe. And most importantly, we need to follow the cowboys who put us on the map. So join me, Nicola Talent, for my new live show, Cocaine Cowboys, the story of Ireland's love affair with Colombia's biggest export. Limited tickets now available for February 10th at the Lime Tree Theatre in Limerick, February 15th in Cork's Everyman and at Dublin's Three Olympia on Sunday, February 18th. Tickets available at venues are on mcd.ie. He obviously had convictions, I think it's 40 or 50 convictions. He survived a shooting attempt in 1995 at Fatima Mansions after probably falling foul of the Gilligan gang. He was famously shot in Terenure outside of a gym. Initially people thought he was going to die, but he survived. We always heard that ultimately he managed to make some peace with Christy Kennan Sr., who had been particularly gunning for him. And at that point then, he moved into the debt collection business. I'm Nicola Talent. And you're listening to Crime World, a podcast about criminals, drugs and the sins of the underworld in Ireland and across the globe. Veteran criminal Martin the Viper Foley has spent countless hours in courtrooms over the course of his 73-year career. He has appeared both as an accused during the numerous criminal cases against him, but also as a victim in a rake of civil actions he's taken against others. Recently, he agreed that his privacy claims against the state, the Attorney General, the Garda Síochána, the Justice Minister and the Sheriff be struck out years after he first made his complaint. Today, I'm talking with Niall Donald about Foley and the litigious actions that have often cost him more than he bargained for. This is Crime World, a podcast from sundayworld.com. 
Martin Foley yep. has been in and out of courtrooms like a blue arse fly all his life. Yeah. And, you know, not only has he been taken to court on various criminal matters and criminal assets bureau matters, but he's also taken quite a number of cases against people, publications. He's a bit of an old sewer, isn't he? He's a sewer, definitely. He's, yeah. Look, he's, yeah, he's, he's had a burst of uh, court activity in recent times, yeah. hasn't he? He has, yeah. Um, but he has certainly, certainly sued uh, various media organisations unsuccessfully. Um, he's been involved in, yeah, various civil matters. And yeah. then, of course, he was involved in a massively long-running case with the Criminal Assets Bureau as well, yeah. which stretched on over a huge amount of time and ultimately ended up uh, being very unsuccessful for him and leaving him in, in definitely in, in owing a huge amount of money. Um, but yeah, he's... It doesn't seem to have, I mean, this case has gone on and on and on and it's now been struck out yeah. on agreement with both sides. So this is the latest thing and we'll just try and explain it as simply as we can. So both Foley and his wife were alleging a breach of privacy over a Garda raid on their home and they were suing the former Dublin City Sheriff and the state following the seizure of some goods from their home in 2014. Yeah. Um, basically, the case that, you know, they hadn't filed enough affidavits or whatever it was. It had kind of gone dead, the case. And um, the sheriff had since retired and yep. is fed up of having this thing hanging over him, I'm sure. And um, so they basically have, have all agreed that it's just struck out. Yeah, I mean, it's not going it's, ahead. The sheriff brought to a head, yeah. said, look, I've retired since I think it was 2018. It's 2024 now, nearly said 2023. So it's, yeah, so it's 10 years. Yeah, yeah, and he's gone six years. He's no hope of defending it. If it comes, like it's prejudice against him. It's much more difficult with the passage of time. And Martin Foley and his wife, uh, Sonia, did not oppose it. She's Sonia Do Doyle, also known as Foley. So it, it was, they were suing the now retired chair of James Barry. Yeah. The Garda Commissioner, yeah. the Minister for Justice, yeah. Ireland, yeah. and the Attorney General yeah. alleging this breach of privacy that occurred in their home on October yeah. 15th, 2014. Which was to do with, they said, the uh, photographers and the media were were part of the raid right. in 2014. And it just shows you like... I, photographers and media do you well, you see, I don't remember it. No, and I that don't. shows you how um, the passage of time, you can understand why the courts threw it out. Yeah. So I was going, God, were we there? Which I don't think we were. I don't know. But I don't remember it in particular. And what particular. was the raid? Well, it was a Let's raid. Um, so there was a couple of bits to it. It was basically a raid on their home in, in Cashel Avenue. Um, now, the problem which for Martin Foley to prove something like this is that, you know, everybody knows where Martin Foley lives in Crumlin. Um, he's, you know, he's a, he, do, he, he cycles around the place. You know, if, if the media get calls constantly, every time there's, you know, say there's, there's a, a load of, uh, police cars around some yeah. location. We get a call. There's been a, uh, there's somebody. Something has happened. You get like five or six, seven of them a day. Yeah. So if somebody is raiding Martin Foley's house, you're going to get a call, right? Yeah. So anyway, this case. Sorry to disrupt, interrupt yeah. you, but it was the Criminal Assets Bureau. Yeah. So right. they were they were calling to the house, and uh, the other problem was, of course, I look back in it because I couldn't remember, it, and then I found out. During the on the day of the raid, he'd also given a few quotes to <laughs> to the Irish Daily Mirror at the time. Were so, they sort of fuck off quotes, or no, were they no. a bit friendlier than that? No, he was a bit friendlier, and he accused them. Uh, he said the uh, 
Cab had tried to take his pets, including uh, Harry the Ferret. They tried to take Harry the Ferret and his Jack Russell. Right. So he was given out because, you know, obviously people would have had his phone number. His phone number was publicly there as part of his debt collecting business and people did use to phone him. But obviously the, the Irish Daily Mirror had phoned up and he'd given a few quotes at the time accusing Cab of trying to seize his ferret, uh, Harry. They got to be in his bonnet anyway about yeah. the couple. They both said that several journalists and photographers were present when the operation took place. Yeah. And they claimed that several articles and photographs were published in newspapers about the operation. Yeah. Um, that that the defendants basically, which is Ireland, the Attorney General yeah. and all those I've lived out, had negligently provided the media with sensitive and private information basically about this search yeah. and seizure operation. And they were looking for damages. They yeah. were looking for... Um, yeah. Yeah, they were looking for a few vials of the Attorney General's blood and God knows what else. Yeah. But, I mean, um, I think it's harder to, to maintain a privacy case if you have done an interview yourself, obviously. Well, he, he might say it's after the fact, but, you know, so look, this this is, I mean, I think sometimes guys like... He's an agitator, Foley, you know, he's one of those that um, fights the system and fights every way he can. And there's plenty of, um, you know, I mean, I'm sure in a number of times. Has he ever been successful with suing anyone? Uh, he may well have been, uh, but not of the ones no, that we've reported on. Car that. accidents or whatever. But I mean, I think the big one was the cab case because yeah. that went on and on. And, you know, ultimately he lost and it wasn't just then he was hit with a bill for the original amount, but he was hit with a bill for the compound interest on that amount. And yeah. I presume that's still on ongoing. Of course. I mean, how is yeah. he going to pay that? He's, he's effectively, know. he was left with such a large bill that he'd, he'd never be able to p- repay it fully, I would imagine. Um, so I, I don't know if this this raid was part of that, but that, that, was, that was, I suppose, where people like Martin Foley can be oppositional mm-hmm. and always put up a fight, but it can be sometimes self-destructive. But I think here he's decided... But he's been sued himself, like, as well, because of the Viper recovery yeah. uh, business that he runs. And the last time we were talking about him, he seemed to have got into uh, a friendship or a business relationship with uh, Jonathan Gill. Yeah, Jonathan Gill, who was who was charged uh, with a tiger kidnapping, but ultimately found not guilty. And the two of them were were photographed basically collecting or attempting to collect a debt together. But sometimes that has got him into a little bit of trouble in 2017. He, the brother of bankrupt developer Sean Dunn, was awarded €10,000 by the High Court over intimidation of himself and his family. Uh, he was claiming happened because of Foley's debt collection agency. And at that point, Foley was described by a judge in the courts as a notorious criminal, yeah. which of course he is. He survived five attempts on his life and has been wounded 14 times. He famously carries all these bullets in his body, supposedly. Yeah. Um, and they have to just stay there, basically. He has been one of the great survivors in a way. He started out his career with Martin, the General Cahill, and he has sort of forged a retirement of sorts using his reputation that he gained over the years to sort of uh, maybe encourage people, shall we say, to hand over money that they owe uh, on a private capacity. He has been running that debt collection agency for a number of years. The last time we spoke, we were trying to work out how much he was earning a day and it didn't sound like very much. A couple of hundred quid. No, I mean, I think he, he obviously started with Martin Cahill and if you remember, obviously, you will, the Tango 1 uh, 
policing project where they sat on the key members of Martin Fo- or Martin Cahill's gang and Martin Foley of course was one of them then he was a bit younger than and the general but he was regarded as probably being one of the heavies one of the, the you know the the more dangerous people uh, in that organization he obviously had uh, convictions i think it's 40 or 50 convictions uh, some of them including for uh, a couple for assault um and he, as the Mar- Martin Cahill gang was, Martin Cahill was killed, uh, Foley went on to to stay at the peak of criminality uh, through the turn of the century. Um, he would have been seen as mentoring some of the people that, that uh, went on to become involved in the Crumlin-Drimna feud, um, remained very much uh, at the centre of those operations that were going on in, in, in that part of the city. Um, but he, I suppose there's a few incidents that really, uh, you know, are make made him so notorious. And most of them are to do with surviving assassination yeah. attempts. Um, in 1984, um, he was involved in, uh, the IRA basically tried to abduct him or did abduct him. And um, as he was being abducted from his home, he put up a great resistance the, the Gardaí were alerted, the IRA bundled them into the back of a van and they were pursued by the Gardaí and it, it, it led to a shootout um, that had come on the back of these well-publicised incidents where um, Martin Cattle's gang had had set themselves up as concerned criminals after being targeted as being accused of drug dealing, basically, which I think was unfair at the time. So that was his first great escape. He became headline news across everywhere Um then he survived an assassination attempt, a shooting attempt in 1995 at Fatima Mansions um, after probably falling foul of the Gilligan gang. Um, and then he was famously shot in Terenure outside of a gym as he left in 2000, uh, shot a number of times. You know, initially people thought he was going to die, but he survived. So that that's part of the great Martin Foley story, I suppose. Last time he actually survived a assassination attempt was in January 2008. Yeah. And he was shot and wounded outside a gym in... Drimna, was it, or Crumlin? I can't remember. Not sure, but, around I mean, there, but at that point, you know, it was... At that point, it was believed that it was it was James Quinn that was the, the gunman who's actually his nephew yeah, who's serving a sentence in Spain for the murder of Gary Hutch. And that probably was brought to an end uh, Foley's career at the top of the criminal ladder because what seems to have happened was that he, he fell out with the Kinnahans basically um, there had been a dispute over money uh, Foley had taken a kind of a pig-headed defiant stance again said I'm not going to pay this um, I, you know he had, he'd obviously said he'd mentored some of those guys so he knew these guys on the ground in, in the Crumlin area but when the Kinnahans had decided that's not acceptable that you don't pay your money. Um, they he they'd recruited people that were well known to Foley and had known him all their lives, as you said, James Quinn. But there was others others mentioned as well. Mm. Um, he survived that, and I think after that, um, he was he you know his days as a top criminal were were over. Um, we always heard that ultimately he managed to 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 make some peace with Christy Kennan Senior, who had been particularly gunning for him. Um, and at that point, then he's he moved into the um, into the debt collection business. The debt collection business is a lot less profitable, as you said. Than, mm. than Do you know what age he is? It, well, is he is he a pensioner? 
He's 73. Is he 73? Yeah. How long is he going to keep intimidating people like for money or? Well, I mean, if you ha- if you owe Cab a million quid, you have a lot of debts to repay, don't you? Yeah, but I mean, like, you know, how long is he going to be, you know, 73? You know, he's very, very fit. He still attends the gym and, you know, works out and all the rest of it. But, but he has a uh, young family as well. He does. His wife is 30 years as junior. They married in 2003 and he became a father shortly after uh, the wedding. Yeah. Then, so that's 10, 11 years ago. And he obviously has, he had a wife who died very tragically of a of an illness. He has a grown up daughters who are, you know, well grown up now and have their own families, but he had a second family. So maybe he has to, he has to keep going, I suppose. Yeah. But I mean, even, even last year, he was back before the courts um, to do with a, a, a court case that involved a, a debt collection and allegations of intimidating a, a, a businessman over a debt. So he continues to get in this type of trouble, I suppose. Yeah, he's a he's definitely one we haven't heard the last of. I wonder how many cases are still before the courts there. And yeah, when he's next going to show up suing the uh, attorney general and the Garda commissioner? He's high sort of ambitions, like still. Yeah, well, I mean, that's look, that's that's when you're when you're going to go suing for, Ireland. Yeah, well, that's actually a kind of a common one that you see. <laughs> I know. Did you see that with with the people suing the guards? Um, they always go for the full jugular. Minister for Justice, the guards and all the rest of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, that's Foley for you. So he's um, he's settled that one or he certainly, that's been, been, been chucked out. So that's one off the list for him. That's one off the list indeed. All right. Thanks, Ikela. You've been listening to Crime World, a podcast from sundayworld.com. Produced by Ian Mullaney and edited by me, Nicola Talent. Research assistant is Clodamini. If you like this show and love true crime, leave us a review. Or why not download the free sundayworld.com app for lots more stories from Ireland and across the globe. Would you like to be able to start conversations like a pro? Take The Sunday World, your daily dose of what's going on. Do not consume The Sunday World if you're involved in a drug cartel, you're a politician with something to hide, or you've appeared on a reality TV show and care about others' opinions. Consume The Sunday World responsibly. Always read the stories, gossip, and commentary.